Welcome and thank you for joining us on the latest edition in our series of podcasts for ICT in PGCE. We are Group I and in today's podcast on the 25th of April 2021, we will be speaking about quizzes and using various online platforms to design fun quizzes and activities for the classroom. We will be including the overall effectiveness thereof, weighing the pros and cons of different online quiz platforms. Speaking today, we have Ishka Mohammed and Wasim Kader from Cape Town and Alexa Boor from Douglas. I am Ayub and I am from Cape Town as well. Good day, my name is Mishka and in today's piece focus is given to quizzes and how I will implement them for educational purposes. The quiz chosen for assessment 9 is Kahoot. Based on my interaction and time spent with this online application, Kahoot is game-based and has an instructional design. It is a great interactive online quiz that can be used in the classroom for a variety of purposes for students and co-teachers, such as icebreakers, assessments and informatives, group activities and training. Kahoot transforms the normal class learning session into one that is exciting, interactive and also encourages competitiveness and focus. When creating a test quiz to better understand how it works and features, I found that the platform is colourful and bright which automatically attracts the learner's attention. It is laid out in such a way that you are able to easily navigate your way around the site from start to finish. You are in full control of the types of questions you would like to ask, such as multiple choice, true or false, open-ended questions, and in control of the music that should be played in the background, and the timing per question, which is vital, as some questions will need more thinking time than others. Some pro areas that I liked about Kahoot include, it's a fun way to share knowledge. You'll be assured that the students will communicate, collaborate, and critically think when answering the quiz. As a teacher, you have the option to preview and test the quiz before it is done in the class with the students. This makes sure all is correct and in order, as professionalism is quite important. On the editing aspect, you also have the option to edit the questions and reuse the quiz as needed. By having the next button on the quiz, you are in control for when you'd like to go to the next question. This allows for discussion in between questions. Kahoot also generates statistics and reports which are essential for assessment and to establish the well-received areas and the areas that need more revision or attention. This helps greatly with teacher reflection as the reports are downloadable and can be saved for future use or revisiting. Kahoot has a library tab which features a database where quizzes can be accessible if shared. This is a nice feature to share quizzes with co-teachers and vice versa. Some cons, challenges and limitations discovered. If Kahoot used, is used individually to monitor and track performance, this might become tedious depending on the number of learners or classes you teach. The quality of the quiz depends on the creator as it is user generated. There is no online support or suggestions for the formulation of questions to make sure that it is up to standard and this can affect the outcomes of the activity.
Unfortunately, this is a real-time face-to-face based quiz application. Students will not be able to complete a Kahoot quiz as part of homework because they need a logging code. Furthermore, the questions do not appear on the student's screen. When answering, they only have the color and the shape that appears. For Kahoot to work effectively, students need to own a mobile phone or tablet, etc., and would need to have Wi-Fi or data, and not all schools and students are fortunate in this way. Data also needs to be factored in when including images as part of the quiz. You would need to have great quality images and correct size, which will use extra data. A minor limitation that I came across was there is a max of 120 characters in the question bar. This will not allow for a mini case study or a longer question as part of the quiz. To conclude my findings, Kahoot is an innovative product that looks like it evolves with time as you are able to add links and watch a YouTube video via the application. It is great for making memorable and retainable lessons as it complies with many aspects of the learner-centered approach to teaching. And remember, if you're using Kahoot in your classroom, don't forget to warn the classes next to yours because it might get a bit noisy during a Kahoot activity. Good day all, I'm Wasim Gader and today I will be discussing my experience with QuizEase in a classroom environment its pros and cons and limitations. So to start off, like most apps, you must create an account. But do not worry, this account is free. You can also sign up with your Google account, which makes things a bit easier. Once you sign in, you will be taken to the dashboard where there are various quizzes, basically on anything you can think of, from English to cyberbullying, etc. You can also search quizzes by typing in the subject name. Once you search a subject, a list of quizzes will pop up. What I really like about this is you can like or add a quiz to your collection, which makes it easier to find later. You can also put the quizzes into different folders to keep it neat and organized. There is also a question setting where you as a teacher can shuffle the questions and answers, which makes things interesting as learners will be working on different questions at the same time. One thing I did pick up is that the music is a bit much, so I prefer turning it off. Quizzes has a free version and a super version or paid version. The difference is that some quizzes can only be accessed if you have the super version. Quizzes has the option of doing the quiz together as a class with the instructor controlling the pace of the quiz so everyone advances through the quiz together or the classic version where students can progress at their own pace. There is also an option of working in groups, individually, or as a test. In order to start the quiz, students must then go to a website and type in a password or code to join the quiz. Quizzes also allows teachers to create a PowerPoint-type lesson on the website, which can be helpful for teachers that do not have Microsoft Office. Overall, I'm fairly impressed by Quizzes. It's simple to use along with pop-up tips that guide you. The layout of the site aids in the simplicity. In my opinion, Quizzes 
quizzes with teaching lessons can be used as a main source of teaching for lower grades. It's fun and children will enjoy it. There are also leaderboards with te which teachers can use to award students with, a, with the highest marks. This brings a bit of competitiveness and hopefully will motivate students to give it their best. The like or add collection is also very useful in saving quizzes for future use. The layout and structure of sitting quizzes along with all the options of how the quiz will be done makes quizzes a great tool for teachers. The only downside I came across was the music which is easy to mute and one limitation is that students must have access to, to the internet or have a computer or laptop in order to participate in the quiz. Thank you. Good day. I'm Alexi Boer from Group I in the ICT for Teaching in Senior and FAT phase. Today we'll be discussing the pros, cons and limitations on creating a quiz. So I use the app Quizzes. The pros of quizzes. When choosing to create a quiz, it provides you with an option to give the quiz a name first and also to choose the related subject. Next, you can choose whether you want multiple choice, check boxes, open-ended questions, poll, slides, and full, fill in the word questions. This app also allows you to add some functionalities and before you save, you need to choose the correct answer for the question. You get instant feedback if the quiz is multiple choice. Uh, you can duplicate a question which is similar. The cons. It takes time to develop the quiz. Deeper level questions are more difficult to assess like the open-ended questions. It is difficult to use authentic assessments. Now the limitations of quizzes. The, the time for students to complete the quiz is between 30 seconds and five minutes. Teachers do not get any notification if a student exits the quiz or opens another tab. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Ayub, and in today's quiz episode, I will be discussing my experience using Kahoot to generate fun, interactive lessons and the overall effectiveness thereof in the learning process. For those who do not know, Kahoot is an online platform which allows you to create fun games and quizzes for your learners, aiding in a positively stimulating and alternative approach to the learning process. There is a free version available for everyone, as well as a paid membership, which allows you to access various features which are not available on the free version. Now, from my experience, and what I love most about Kahoot, is the simplicity. It is relatively user-friendly and easy to navigate. I do, however, consider myself quite tech-savvy, and feel that many older gen teachers will struggle at first to operate the system. Bearing that in mind, it should be fairly easy to grasp once you're into the swing of things. Kahoot is game-based and can be introduced for various activities, quizzes 
and simple icebreaker games when meeting a group for the first time. It can be used in the learning process for both students and teachers, considering the classroom and various workshops to be attended. With specific attention to the classroom environment, code is an especially useful tool in learning. The course you create as a teacher can be completed in groups or individually. I really like the idea of working in groups as it relates to my teaching philosophy, drawing on principles of constructivism, allowing learners to interact with one another and feed off each other, helping each other in the learning process instead of mimicking me as the teacher. As mentioned, code is game-based. You therefore score points for getting an answer correct, and bonus points the quicker you answer a question correctly. All members participating in the quiz are in isolated group, meaning you can live track who is ahead on points and who is behind. This effective or this competitive aspect is great in getting learners to push themselves and learn as best they can. As a teacher, you are able to make a quiz consisting of various types of questions, including save and track results obtained by those who took the quiz. Overall, code is certainly useful and can be considered as a learning tool by all teachers. The only downside of the process is that it requires learners to have access to either a computer or cellular device in the classroom. This is not considerate of the social aspect of students' lives, and you as a teacher should be careful not to make any of your learners feel embarrassed, uncomfortable in any way when using Kahoot. Apart from this, a Wi-Fi connection is required to access the platform online. Again, this does not fare well for underprivileged schools, as accessibility to Kahoot is marginalized to schools and learners who can afford it. And that concludes this week's podcast episode delivered to you by Group I. We truly hope this has been a beneficial and informative episode for all. From myself, Ayuba Bas, Mishka Mohammed, Alexa Bur, and Masim Garda, we wish you all the best and hope you join us on our next episode. Thank you all and take care.